This is CliffCentral.com. I'm not looking at volatility on a three month or six months or, I mean, some people look at it on a daily basis. I'm here for the technology. I drank the Kool-Aid. I believe that the blockchain technology is going to disrupt every single industry in the world. I think it's going to be the biggest revolution that our generation has ever seen and will ever see. Decrypto episode two is about volatility and future forecasting. We talk about the unstable and drastic price fluctuations that have affected cryptocurrencies in the past. And our regular contributor, Ran Noiner, helps us to elaborate. The Decrypto series is sponsored by Luno, Africa's first cryptocurrency platform. It's always good to see you run. It's a pleasure to talk cryptocurrency with you. You're one of the people who was enthusiastic from the get-go on this. Um, we, we've done a number of episodes on cliffcentral.com around uh, cryptocurrencies, the ups, the downs, when everybody was super excited last year, when they became less excited for the first half of this year. And I follow you on Twitter. I see lots of things uh, going on that that you have called. I see lots of things happening that people are very frustrated by. What has brought us to this point in the world of crypto? So ironically, we're going through what the guys call a bear market. I'm not sh- so sure that I'd call this a real bear market. And, and I'll explain to you why. We had a huge price rise last year. In 2017, the market went up about 38x, which is unheard of. Bitcoin went up in 2017 about 15x or 14x, depending on when you do draw the cutoff. And so we had this huge unsustainable price rally that happened last year. And now things are coming back to normality. And why do I say things are coming back to normality? If you look at the market on an 18-month view, the return on an 18-month view on one Bitcoin is still 8x. The market return on an 18-month view is still 20x. Let's put things into perspective. So people call this a bear market. I think that it is probably the best thing that ever happened. And I know a lot of people lost a lot of money. And so me sitting here saying that's the best thing that ever happened must sound a bit crazy. But let me qualify that statement. In order to get mass adoption of a technology, you need to create awareness. And what creates awareness is actually this price rise. If the price didn't go up so much last year, how many people would actually know what blockchain technology is today? And how many people left their jobs last year to start blockchain-related startups because they saw this price increase? So – Yes, my own portfolio has gone down a hell of a lot since last year. And yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm down from where I was and I've lost some money, but I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm looking at the big picture. I'm not mm. looking at volatility on a three month or six months or, I mean, some people look at it on a daily basis. I'm here for the technology. I drank the Kool-Aid. I believe that the blockchain technology is going to disrupt every single industry in the world. I think it's going to be the biggest revolution that our generation has ever seen and will ever see. We're only going to get one more chance like this. And so for me, whether the price goes up $1,000 or down $1,000, I don't care. And if I could, I'd carry on buying because I know the future of this technology. What do you think of day traders and people who are consumed by price increases and decreases? So I think that day trading is a whole lot of fun in a bull market because, you know, in a bull market where everything goes up, you can leave your job and you can make money day trading. And I'll never forget that in 1997, 98, we had a, the run of the internet stocks. And at the time, I was a stockbroker. And I became a stockbroker because the prices were running and I could make money. 
And I thought I was a genius because if you could throw a dart at the newspaper, any share that it would hit would go up 5% the next day. What happened two years later, the market crashed and crashed so hard that it wiped out every single gain that I made and anybody else ever made. And it's the same thing that happens here. Last year, people quit their jobs and became day traders. Today, I'm not sure that the day traders are that sustainable. And, you know, I'm a big um, critic of the chartists on Twitter because they all go very, very quiet until the, the market starts running up. Yeah. And then they all post those charts that say Bitcoin's about to break through the 8,200 level. And if it does, it's going to go to 8,300. I'm very critical of chartists. And to be honest, I haven't found one that has a more than five out of 10 good call ratio. So 50-50, huh? Yeah. It is accessible, right? I mean, it's it's easy for anybody who's interested in this, who's really backing it from the point of view that they believe in the technology, to get involved in cryptocurrency. There are obviously very easy ways for entry-level people to get in, and then there are more complicated ways as you climb up. I remember you and I talked about the exchanges. We talked about the wallets. We talked about things like Luno. Yeah. So is cryptocurrency accessible? Yes, it is accessible to everyone. We do need to do a job educating people on how to use cryptocurrency. Right now, the tools for adoption, or in order to form mass market adoption, we need a good wallet. That means a wallet that works on anybody's phone and is easy to use like you use your iPhone or like you use WhatsApp. And you need the ability to exchange seamlessly. So if you're holding Bitcoin and you want to exchange it to buy something in the street uh, and that item is denominated in rands or US dollars, you need the exchange to be seamlessly integrated. Today, we have both of those but not ready for mass adoption. Tell me about the whales. What are they up to at the moment? Are they still sinking and 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 uh, and, ra- and raising all kinds of tokens every step of the way? Are these still the guys who, who make the important calls? I think less so. I think the market has become much more liquid. I think the market has become a lot uh, more difficult to manipulate. Um, there are whales. I mean, I think the, the old whales are still around. I think everybody's got this approach of sit tight and just ride out this bear market. In case you don't know, a whale is a term in cryptocurrency used to refer to individuals or entities that hold huge amounts of Bitcoin. Remember that for those that have been in crypto since 2010, 2011, 2012, they've seen these crypto winters before. And, you know, they've coined this term called HODL, which is it was one spelt wrong on Twitter. And that was the, the beginning of this whole meme of HODL. And so we're all HODLers. We're just sitting, waiting, riding this out. Finding some more money lying around so we can invest in new and exciting projects. HODL is a slang term and internet meme that is used in the cryptocurrency community when referring to holding the cryptocurrency rather than selling it. The crises that we have seen, there have been issues around hacks, around uh, governments introducing legislation that is not very favorable to cryptocurrencies. We've seen one or two situations develop which have not been very helpful to the crypto market. We're in a new industry. We should expect some hiccups along the way. If you if you ask me for an analogy, we are in the internet industry before there was a working browser. That's where we're at. We're in the internet and there's no Netscape. And you know, you're talking to me about ten exchange hacks that you can list in the last couple of years. So what? I mean I use this analogy, and I'm not sure if it's the right analogy to use, but there was a cash in transit house 20 minutes ago, and there was one yesterday, and there was one the day before. How come no one's talking about that cash being stolen? Why are people specifically focused around this technology, which is relatively safe? 
You know, when you talk about an exchange hack, what are you actually talking about? You're saying that the exchange, which is an organization that is managed by people like you and I, were negligent and stored too many coins in a single wallet and stored this wallet live online and therefore gave a hacker a big enough incentive to spend his time trying to hack the wallet and the hacker was successful. That's an exchange hack. Was it two years ago that there was the big um, FNB vault rob here yes, in, yeah. in Johannesburg? Yeah. What's the difference? No difference. Cr- no difference. Criminals will find a way. Criminals right? will find a way. There's money. So anyone that says to me I'm not investing in crypto because of exchange hacks, I, I really can't speak to those people about, uh, logically about what's going on. Does South Africa have a foot in this? Do we have any kind of claim on what's going on in, in the world of crypto? Unfortunately, the answer is no. So we, we, we are not on the map. We have a few, and when I say a few, we have a handful of people and projects that are being driven here or that are founded here, but we don't have the ecosystem here. We don't have fast enough internet. We don't have enough access to internet. The biggest problem that we have in this country is that we don't focus on maths and science. And if you want to do crypto and blockchain and computer science, you have to have maths and science. And our maths and science here is so poor that we don't think like that. And as a result, I think we're nowhere in this game. And unfortunately, I've been consulting to a lot of departments and big corporates here about starting blockchain incubators and hubs here. And, you know, unfortunately, I say to them is you're starting off a zero base. Mm-hmm. You don't have Stanford and you don't have MIT and you don't have, you know, all these, these big names in maths and science. We don't even have numerate school children. You know, with marketing, you can cheat your way through the system without having too much knowledge. With cryptography, if you don't have maths and science and you're not on a very high level of maths and science, you don't stand a chance. Do you see a future imminently, like I'm talking next two to five years, where people will be trading in most countries in the world and being able to buy and sell using Bitcoin? We're talking about two to five years for sure. I read a stat the other day that in South Africa, there are 50,000 merchants that accept Bitcoin today. I mean, we're South Africa. I definitely think two to five, maybe not two, but when you talk more towards five, I think it's going to be a given that you're going to be able to pay in any cryptocurrency. If you want to move a million dollars from here to the USA, yeah. let's talk about the process. First thing is you phone your bank and you get forms. Then you fill in the forms and inevitably you're going to fill in one of the forms wrong or you're not going to have some of the information. You're going to send it to your bank. They're going to send it back to you. You're then going to send it back to them and it's going to take them a day at best and probably three days to process it. When it gets to the receiving bank overseas, they may choose to accept it or not based on how well featured you are, etc. Yeah. If I want to send a million dollars worth… Plus you stand the chance of having identity fraud. You have a chance of having that there's some kind of charges that you hadn't anticipated. Ultimately, it's not going to be a, a solid million rand that you sent overseas. And it takes 12 people. 12 people have to put their thumbprint somewhere in the process of moving a million rand from here to the USA. With Bitcoin, I can do it at the speed of data with no costs. Just think about what that means. Just think about what that means. It's so logical. It's, it's a no so brainer. logical. Well, I mean, you've been one of the people in, in South Africa who's really got everybody excited about this. You're becoming one of the people in the world who's spreading the news to you know every corner of the globe. And it's something that you clearly are. You're an evangelist for this stuff. Are there any days, nights where you've sat there and gone, oh, my God, what am I doing? 
It's a strange thing because, you know, as you know, before I started blockchain, I sold my previous business and I made a packet of money selling the previous business. And so my attitude towards this venture is that I'm in it for the fun. I'm not working now. This is for me is fun. So everything that I do today, if it's not fun, I don't do it. Unlike my, you know, when I was building a business where you had to do what you had to do. You had to, you had to take crap from clients. You had to sometimes swallow your words and not say what you feel. That was what it was like building my first business. But then I cashed out. I put aside a lump sum, which will keep me going for a while. And I decided that I actually didn't want to work anymore. I just want to have fun for the rest of my life. Fun with run. Fun with run. And so <laughs> that's actually a good one. Fun with crypto man run. Um, and so I decided that if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. And I can't imagine having more fun than I'm having now. I said to my wife the other day, I said, you know, there's that saying that says where work is more fun than fun. Like my work yeah. is more fun than fun. But you know what? It's also, I think for you, and I've seen such a spark in your eye every time you talk about this stuff, you're actually loving the learning more than you are business, the money, the, 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 the technology. You love the learning. Yeah, I'm not in this for the money. Oh, look, if I make money, it's sure. fun. If I lose money, well, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a report card, right? It's a report card. It's more about every day I wake up and I hear about some automated computer program that is absolutely going to change the fate of humanity. And the guy that I speak to has an IQ of about seven times my IQ. And I have to encode the conversation. And for me, it's like, it's like solving an amazing crossword puzzle every day. It's so much fun. And you know that at the end of it, if you can see the light, you could have a part in changing the way that humanity goes. You're building the next internet. Imagine, so imagine The next marketplace. Yeah. The next marketplace, the next internet, the next layer above the internet. It's the most fun that you can ever have. And you know what, what else makes it a whole lot more fun? That if things don't go well, I don't care. Yeah. I lose a bit of money. So what? I've had fun. I'm not working under this tremendous amount of stress where I've got to provide for a family and you know security and where am I going to live tomorrow. And you know, I know that most people don't have that luxury. But I worked really hard in my last business. I sacrificed 17 years of my life when my friends had – family lives and and social lives i sacrificed that and gil and i built a really big business and we sold the business and i think now we're we're you know we're we're, we're celebrating and we're able to reap the benefits of having worked so hard then and really i'm having the time of my life i mean you know i get onto an airplane i take my family with me and bang it's new york and then it's singapore and then it's india and then it's life today it's just one big adventure it sounds terrific you, you can inspire a whole lot of people to try and do the same thing. I hope they don't make stupid mistakes along the way. You reserve all right to change your mind, right? <laughs> all my rights remain reserved. There we go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Decrypto, brought to you by Luno, the best platform to become educated on all things crypto. Luno makes it safe and easy to buy, store, and learn about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Just visit luno.com forward slash decrypto and sign up to redeem the exclusive promo code if you've listened to this series. This is cliffcentral.com.